Arriba los Chivas. <laughs> Bulls on Parade is what we're calling this 10th edition of the Los Angeles Saga Podcast. Welcome back, baby. Feels I'm good. your host, GR4, alongside Brian, Hungry Boy. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that's, you, that's you. I know that's hey, me. Why are you mock my shit? Huh? Why are you mock my shit? It's not mocking. It's I not? Mean, that's the normal thing we say in every start of the episode. Alright, you want to change it up a bit? Nah. Alright, exactly. ne- Next episode. Next okay, episode. okay, okay. What think about it? Well, another dub, another game. Feels good, right? Yeah. As usual, great. but it's getting kind of I boring. almost called it. Uh, the score. The score, yeah. You I said 5-3 at the game. Yeah, well, today's episode, we're going to be recapping that game against New York, the Red Bulls. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Nah, I'm just playing. We got to go ahead and preview next Saturday's match against RSL, or this Saturday, in fact. And finally, we got to tell you guys what happened with the whole jersey situation. With me and that picture in the Galaxy. Galaxy. <laughs> in the Galaxy jersey. <laughs> I have a whole story to tell you guys about I don't even that. know the story. You don't even know the story. And yeah, Rox is going to go and talk about the Campeones Cup that happened Wednesday night. Vamos Atlanta. Atlanta United and America. America is what us Chivas fans call them. So, You're yeah. a Chivas fan? Yeah, Chivas but... Chivas 2.0? No. <laughs> <laughs> I had to there, throw bro. that in. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Yeah, but how you feeling, bro? You feeling you're acting a little weird today. What's going on? I don't know. I'm tired. You're tired? Yeah. You told me this morning that your dog woke you up or whatever. He wouldn't let me sleep. What did you sleep last no. night? Like, what was going on, though? Like, you're just crying. Crying the whole night? Marky. What did you do? Put him on a leash in the living room, and <laughs> I was sleeping next to him. What does that do? Nothing. <laughs> Why the hell do it? I tried. <laughs> it was worth a shot. Okay, man. buddy. Well, before we get to this, I have I want to talk to you about something, bro. So, when my uncle David was here a couple weeks ago, he was showing us this, this cooking channel. And very quickly, I want you to tell me... What's the weirdest thing you ate? Either okay, first, what's the weirdest thing you ate that was bad? Oh man, hold up. Well, it's not it's not the bad. I mean, I don't I don't like it, but no, what's the what I'm trying to say? It's called um dinuguan. It's a Filipino thing. It's pig's blood, but that's like the sauce and there's like I don't know. Whatever. That's bad. You don't to like me. It? What is it? What is it called? Dinuguan. Dinuguan? Dinuguan. Hey, I said it right first time. Said, okay. Right? And, and then well, all something, good. something that's good but weird is fried intestines. I don't know what kind of animal, but fried intestines. Ah, fuck. What is it called? Balaklak or something. What the fuck? It, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called balaklak. Because I think that means like flour. So the fried intestines is like a flour. You dip it in like vinegar and everything. Oh, so Bro, <laughs> fried intestines. It's bomb. That's, Don't knock it till you try it, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> that's, that's weird, because the weirdest thing I probably tried was like, I haven't tried many weird things. Like, maybe an octopus, that's it. That's not weird. Know, that's, that's, why, that's what I'm Exactly. That's why I'm like, oh, it's not really weird to me. Like, lengua, that, everyone eats that. That's good. It's weird. Never, I don't think I've ever had that. No? <laughs> bro. One of these days we're gonna be cooking and you're coming over, dog. I'm not eating it. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. I'm not eating it. No, so he was showing this cooking channel on YouTube, and this guy was named um, what's his name? Sam the Cooking Guy, and that fool he was funny. It was almost like um, he was hosting a a, a game TV show the way he was talking. It was oh, kind of weird. And so I was like, what the hell are we watching? This fool they were acting like we're contestants and watching him cook some food, but the food was. Not really weird in sense. It was more like um, kind of smart thinking. 
Like, I don't know. Creative? Like, like, think of a combo you would do, like, with me. Uh, combo I'll do is, like, sometimes when I go to Costco, I get a pizza slice, and I'll put whatever I put on my hot dog on the pizza. No. <laughs> bro, that who, shit's who bomb, are bro. You? That shit's bomb. What, so, like, relish, ketchup? Yeah, on the pizza. Like, that's weird. <laughs> it has all the, all the like, like when I, I get the combo slice. The, so like with the what veggies is it called? and supreme? No. Supreme pizza. With the, with the, with the veggies and, Isn't and sausage. Isn't supreme? I don't know. What kind of I'm pretty sure it's called pizza? supreme Where pizza. Where is that at? Anyway. I don't know. I call it combo. That's a... Anyways. So I put my, my ketchup, mustard, relish, whatever on there, right? So that's, that's the combos that he was kind of making. So when I was watching a video, the first video I saw of him making was, um, it was a donut burger. A glazed donut. Oh, they so, got those at um, the OC Fair. I've never had it before, though. Oh, okay, then I guess that's not weird. It's not weird. But it was like breakfast burger, burger kind of deal. Had egg, bacon, a patty. He put a he made his own chipotle sauce though. Chipotle sauce is so good. I know, but like to to put it on the on the on the donut, the bun, you know per se, yeah. quote unquote. And he grilled the donut, cut it in half, grilled it, put the chipotle sauce, and grilled it again. And you know that was that looked good. It's gonna clog your arteries, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I cholesterol, bro. <laughs> I feel like I'll die. After and you, another man. thing I saw him making was um, what was it? Oh, the fat ass burrito, bro. Like you see this notebook right here? Yeah. This big, bro. Oh, burritos are so good. Though. But it wasn't nothing Mexican to it. It was Panda Express burrito type thing. Panda. Oh, I love so Panda Express. Like, I know that's not real Chinese food, but I love Panda Express. That's not real Chinese food. No. Where is it then? It's American whitewashed Chinese food. What the hell? Why is it bombed in? Because <laughs> it's whitewashed. I guess. I no, go to like um the like authentic Chinese spots. Like, what is it? What wait, wait, wait. So what's what's uh Yoshinoya? The Japanese. Japanese, right? Okay. But is that whitewashed too? Or what? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm gonna start going to start going to Blue Lotus. Uh, that's I don't know. Oh, that's right. Vietnamese. That's Vietnamese, though. Yeah. Yeah. So he had a he, This guy had burrito, with um. You know, panic said orange chicken and chow mein, fried rice. Oh, that bro. sounds so good. Onions. Dude, you just threw it in there. Oh, that's all I get there, the orange chicken. <laughs> Who doesn't, dude? Half and half with double orange chicken. <laughs> man, I want some right now. So he cut it up and I was like, bro, what the hell is this fool making? And you just look at his YouTube channel, bro, and he has a bunch of shit of just random ass foods. Like, um, ah, what's another one? It was like he made his own steak. Oh, fuck. With his own sauce, though. I forgot. It was like a special sauce. I don't remember, but... Yeah, that I'm going to have to watch him. Yeah, it was like super... Dude, he does like 30-minute videos. It's like watching the, t- like the cooking channel on TV. Oh, like an yeah. episode of a show. Top but he makes it fun. But he makes it fun because he's talking about what he's doing. And he's, while it's cooking, he's like talking to you. And you're like... What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> you're talking back you. to him, but that's... Oh, it's like, uh, like, like Dora. Where is the <laughs> castle? Yeah. Right there! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like basically. That? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Just a, uh, it was right. cool. It was just weird, but so hit us with that starting lineup. Yeah, let's go into recap. Uh, so going into this game against New York, we had of course Miller in the goal. Um, Pablo was still acting up with his shoulder. I don't know what that fool was doing. Either in training or probably landed wrong while he was diving. Yeah, I don't know what he did. Probably threw the ball wrong. But we have Miller in goal, and left back we have the main man Harvey. The other right back, wing back, we have Beta Shore. And in the middle, we have Segura and replacing Walker Zimmerman. He was not able to play due to yellow card accumulation. Shout out to Harlot, Heart of LAFC because I did not know that. Uh, Blackman replacing, replacing Walker Zimmerman. 
And in the middle, we have Blessing as a left central midfielder, Atuesta as a cam, and then K, the other midfielder on the right. Rossi as a left wing in attack, Dio as our man striker, and Vela as our right wing, our captain. Capitan. Capitan. He uh, was able to rack up some pretty good stats in this game. But let's go he ahead. did amazing. Go ahead and go one by one. Give us that first goal with Jordan 20, Harvey. Oh, sh- sorry. I cut you off. 23rd minute. Okay. Jordan Harvey, a header. It was his first goal for LAFC in this season. Correct? Yes, sir. First goal in 763 days. Last scored when he was with the Whitecaps. That was two years ago, bro. 2017. <laughs> you know, this game was perfect for him. Bro. Imagine not scoring for 767 days. What do you do during those days? I don't even know. <laughs> like, I, I was like, you, oh, so I'm doing oh 760s, I believe 67, 63. One of those numbers. I don't know. 700 is still Scoring a lot. and not scoring in two days. I mean, he has a defender, but still, god dang. Because I heard the, the most recent stat I heard like that, that was much worse, was um, defender for Manchester United. He didn't score. He played with Manu for like eight years. Didn't score one time until last season. So, I don't know how many days that is. I don't feel like doing the math. Yeah. I don't go back to you school just... till Tuesday. <laughs> my, I'm still my, you know, my stomach, yeah, I don't feel like doing math. We're still in the off season. Yeah, exactly. So, give us that next goal, Latif Blessing. As the 25th minute, Latif's Blessing's first, fourth goal of the season. Fourth goal of the season, dude. It nice. was cool. He Nice slide. Nice, nice little slide. slide. He wanted it more than anybody. Yeah. It was good. Uh, he saw the opportunity. He took it. Yeah, and so we had the 2-0 lead. And right there, 25th minute. We were handling most of the game. The one that I did see... Off the most was Tyler Miller, man. Everyone was complaining, like, yeah. bro, he was doing giving these nasty clearances and these kickoffs. They're just giving it to the opposition. I was like, what the hell's going on, Tyler? We we're almost everyone was looking at Idrimadu at the bench, like, oh, you know what, Bob, maybe you should put him in, right? Yeah, it was just ridiculous. It was nasty, but he did was able to uh, clean it up in the second half. Those uh, two goals, though, like, kind of gave. Yeah, in the forty second minute, Christian Careses, Caceres, I'm sorry. Scored and Brian White, they were both able to get two goals in before uh, halftime. So it was the equalizer right there, two to two going into mm-hmm. half. And everyone was just like, What the hell, Miller? What's going on, man? Especially the second goal. Especially the second goal. The second goal was nasty. Brian White hits it off the post. Hit the post and it hits off Miller's back and it goes in. Like, exactly. what? It was like a super delayed dive that he did. It was just way off. I don't know what the heck was going on. But um, everyone was just pissed. And yeah, dude, I did not enjoy that. It was not good because we were super happy from most of the first <laughs> yeah. half, and then that just hit us in the mouth. Two goals in three minutes, it's crazy man. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, but we did bounce back in the second half. It did take a little while, but we did control it. Um, in sixty first minute, we were able to, uh, Edward Twesta was able to draw a penalty in the box, and of course, El Capitan Carlos Vela, who already had two assists or one assist so far yeah, in the night, he was able to get two, was able to convert this penalty. And this goal was actually pretty special for me because he broke, with this goal, he broke the most goals scored by a Mexican-born MLS player with 36 goals, which was previously owned by Kubo Torres, who used to play for Chivas USA. And I was there as a kid when oh Kubo Torres broke that record. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah, in June of 2014. So I was like, That's oh. cool. you know, it was cool that I was able to see two, two records record. broken in yeah. the same one. You know I was going to say, the same record, but they're both broken. Yeah, by, yeah, by cool. two of the players of my favorite team. At the time, it was Chio Jose, and now... You know, Chiba. so I thought it was cool, Yeah. right? And I researched that, and I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. I was like, like, whoa, I saw both of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah so 3-2, to two, and after the 61st minute, and 11 minutes later, Eddie Segura, another 
stat line to just cap off the amazing night that Carlos Vela had. And that this after this made him the player of the week of the MLS. Uh, Eddie Segura with a minute a goal in the seventy second minute, a header, and it was the first of the season. And it was just perfect with after a few weeks he got a, a full permanent deal with LAFC. So with that, LAFC win. Four to two. Carlos Vela with two assists and a goal. How you feel about that one? About the whole game? The whole about game the in score? general. The score, everything here. Anyone's performance. Honestly, it should have been four. Four oh. 4-1, 4-1. 4-1, yeah, one of them was a goal. But that second goal of Miller, man, he was just... It was cheap. Nah, it was not good. Everyone was complaining. I was just like, take him out, to be honest. I did not enjoy it. Anyone watching. but Miller, bro. He's yeah. still rusty, honestly. After the the Gold Cup? Yeah. I, you that, could that, tell. Yeah, it did throw him off, yes. But as a professional, you need to get back into that rhythm ASAP, you know? Yeah, but he's not He's not on it yet. No. Nah. He's getting there. After that second half performance was way better than his first. But um, that first was just like sloppy. It was more like um, it was basically just like how Pablo had his first few starts. How he was in the beginning, he was kind of oh, sloppy. Yeah. But Pablo was able to pick it up quick. Miller, I, mean, I like about him. It's been a few months, uh, a month now. It's just the Gold Cup, and I don't know what's going on. He needs to get his shit together. Yeah, but uh, let's go ahead and give our final man of the match. Who you got? Latif Blessing. Latif Blessing. Why is that? Because he finally scored another goal. He scored back to back. Yeah, ba- exactly back to back. And those both uh, that goal last week against New England beautiful. was oh, better than this one. But this one is just true hustle. He's like, I don't give a damn if the keeper's coming <laughs> out. I'm taking it. And even Ross, I believe it was Rossi who was actually gonna go for that ball as well, and just missed it. it. Yeah. And Blessing was like, psych. He need, he needs he needs to take more shots. Yeah, yeah, dude, I've been preaching that since day one. If Blessing would be so much better, he's a good playmaker, but I feel like he's a he could. You can't be a fantastic finisher unless you try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. You can't. You, you don't know if you're good at shooting unless you shoot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that simple. But yeah, I'm gonna go with um my my man of the match, um, Jordan Harvey, dude. This night was just oh. amazing. Not only did he get a goal, and you know he started a bunch of plays, and just that second half after the Eddie Segura goal, LFC were just messing with Lingard. They were doing all these cheeky passes. <laughs> yeah. And just very Bella skillful. Fella makes some dude. And then Jordan Harvey with this Meg pass, you know. Oh. That oh, that was just beautiful. And just that that just made me hope. I don't care. Harvey's my man of the match. It was fantastic. And it was even better for him after that because he was able to uh, score a goal. Score a goal. And after 700 days. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was able to announce that uh, he's having a second child. So that was just oh, wow. perfect timing. He got man of the match before the game. And the second kid's coming here. Yep. Yeah. So congrats, Jordan Harvey. Hope you enjoyed that night as much as we did because it was fantastic to get those three points. It was points. a great game, bro. Yeah. But let me just add something real quick. Go for it. The North End was pretty shit. The band, the people, the really everything, bro. I'll tell you right now, in support, I was pretty bad too because that day I went hiking at like oh, 30 yeah. in the morning, bro. And I was just dead. I was like, oh, I can't yeah. be the North End anymore. I, I had a... Find a seat in the south end and like an empty seat and just just watch it. Try to enjoy the game there because I was just super. But deep there. but especially the second half of the North End, bro. The band, everyone. It was it was it was just so bad, bro. In terms of the support or just like music was offbeat. Everything. Oh wow, bro. It, it was it was terrible. At least I I noticed that from when I was there the first half. The our side, the left side of the North End was pretty. Because I think that's when a lot of new people came in that game. 
know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, there was a couple new band members too. Like I didn't recognize them. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But um, yeah. Also, when I was there the first time, it was kind of quiet as usual. I didn't have my earbuds, so that probably makes of it. But uh, I don't know. The second half, it sounded pretty loud. The whole stadium. Uh, it was especially loud, especially from dude. the south end, dude. The south end was cracking. Should we Everybody have a, was jumping. Should we have a, uh, another thirty-two fifty-two in the south end? Shoot, might as well. That's how it was, dude. Everyone was jumping. Everyone was chanting, bro. Wait, and imagine that though. Double the noise. European style, dude. Yeah. That, well, that's all. That's where that league is getting, dude. That's where it's getting. But isn't that like the supporters on one side? I mean, away and home on each side. Yeah, yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, in, like you said, like in Europe, they have. Um, most of them don't have bands. It's just the crowd. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's why it's easier to have, you know, home, away, supporter sides. Yeah. Plus they fight. <clears throat> they get way more rowdy. Yeah. Well, in this next match against RSL, Russell Lake, uh, fun fact for everybody, uh, this game is very important for both sides. Sorry about the noise. Sorry, there's a lot of motorcycles passing yeah. by. What the hell, man? We're trying to record. Alright, there you go. Alright. They got scared. Yeah. <laughs> they got scared. Um, this game was very important for both sides, mostly for LAFC, but there is some historic context to this game. This will be the last time LAFC will be playing against Nick Romando, the legendary goalkeeper for RSL. For it is his last season. And not only that, but there's also something at stake here for LAFC, for we could already be the first team to clinch a playoff spot. That's amazing. And what it, this is what it comes, uh, the, what needs to happen in order you know, for it to happen. Mm-hmm. We need, of course, the win against RSL, but we also have to look into... Uh, FC Dallas. FC Dallas. We need to pay attention to FC Dallas. Like, that match against Montreal Impact. They need to lose, right? Yeah, they need to lose or tie. And it's perfect, too, because they play before LFC. So they play on Saturday at 4.30 p.m., I believe Pacific time, not Eastern. They play at 4.30 p.m., and after that game, of course, would be LAFC versus RSL in Rio Tinto Stadium at 7 o'clock. So the determining on how that game goes, it could decide on our game, on you know, the rest could be in our hands, or we can win and clinch that spot, that playoff spot already. Not not necessarily the number one seed automatically, which we've pretty much already ran away with it. Yeah, all the all that matters is a spot. It's just a spot right yeah. now. So, if we can end up anywhere, like, no matter what, we could lose from now on and still make it to the playoffs, but, of course, we want to get that first spot. But, 4.30 p.m. on Saturday, FC Dallas versus Montreal Impact. We need FC Dallas to either lose or tie. Once that happens, we need to win at 7 o'clock against RSL. LAFC versus RSL. We win that game. We get automatically earn a playoff spot. How do think that game will go? Uh, FC Dallas is 8th place, and I believe Montreal is in 7th place in the West. In the East, I'm sorry. FC Dallas in the West. They're both pretty even. But uh, I know Montreal Impact has less points than FC Dallas. Oh. Yeah. But the whole East side is just super close in terms of earning points? a playoff spot. Yeah, and oh, points as well. Man. Literally, like Philadelphia, they're up by, I believe, two points right behind them. Oh, right in front of Atlanta. And Atlanta's just soaring right now. They don't care. They, they're just bulldozing to everybody. They're pretty scary to watch and fun to watch as well. Which we will, we will get into Atlanta later on in the show. Uh, with their match against America. But, I don't know. We just need FC Dallas to lose or tie. Simple as that. A tie is cool. A tie is cool. I'm but cool they did tie. lose yesterday against Galaxy. Galaxy, yeah. Galaxy's not that great They're anymore. not that great right now. They did drop, jump to third. See, that's the thing about the West, though. 
the West is kind of like the East, other than the first place, which is LAFC. It's already like long, it's out of reach. But anything else from second to seventh, even eighth from that area, anyone could jump from eighth to fourth, and then next game second. Yeah. So it's all very yeah. close right there. But then, I feel like FC Dallas is gonna lose. Because if Galaxy beat them, and they're not even that good. Yeah. Well, we did Titans on one time and beat them. Oh, the you're right. Huh? Or beat them the first time at home, and then we played them again the next game. We did Titans in FC Dallas. So. And that's another, we'll that's another thing I need to look into if they're playing in Dallas or Montreal. But, yeah, that's just a game that we should look at. And it's very important for both sides. Because FC Dallas, they're fighting for a playoff spot after they lost against Galaxy. They were in... I believe six, and they just dropped all the way to eighth. Yeah, that should do it for this first segment. When we return, we will be talking about uh, the Campeones Cup with Atlanta United versus America. Um, um wait, how do you say Mierdica? Ah, Mierdica. <laughs> or, or some people like some people in my family call Ah mm. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Mierda, <laughs> you know Mierda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. America shit. Go with mierda. And I got to tell my tale, man. That shirt, that that picture oh, you posted. Oh, man, what is that? <sighs> hey, but that's some good editing skills. <laughs> the edit Bro, pretty good. Yeah, that was my first time editing. So <laughs> that was, it wasn't that bad. That it wasn't that bad, dude. But I saw my face on the Galaxy logo, I started dying. I was like, fuck, how did you find these pictures? I was literally <laughs> trying to hide that picture of me in that jersey for like years. You, you know it was going to come out sooner. Yeah, it was going to come out later. It's probably the best time for it to happen. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about all that. Uh, stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To the Los Angeles Saga podcast. I'm here kicking in with my homie Brian. What's up, guys? Yeah, we're uh, a bit full from the big tortas we just had, huh? They were bomb. Bomb as hell, bro. I never, I haven't had tortas with cheese, like an actual sandwich like that before. For real? Or in a while, at least. Like, uh, this had cheese, ham, and salami and pepperoni, bro. It was like jalapenos. Oh, mine, yours. I can't eat spicy stuff. Jalapenos are the best. Yeah, but uh, I did forget to mention you guys, but we did have, recently, we did get word. About three loans that just happened with LAFC. We have the first one. Peter Lee Vassal going to the Phoenix Rising. SC in the USO Championship. All three loans have been gone to the uh, USO Championship. Peter Lee Vassal, Phoenix Rising, and the other two, both Fito Zelaya and Dejan Djakovic going to Las Vegas Lights. And that's just a game that I want to talk about real quick. That Las, Las Vegas Lights will be having this weekend. Versus OCSC in the USL Championship. And I think it's a game that many of you guys should tune into because OCSC has a very important, um, not important, uh, what's the word? <clears throat> they have a historic moment coming to this match as they have signed the youngest soccer player in the world, the youngest pro soccer player. And Francis Jacobs, 
Uh, he's only 14 years old, and he, 14? Could, he could be making his debut this Saturday against Las Vegas. Damn, you guys 14. go if for those that are subscribed to ESPN Plus, which many of you guys should be if you're a sports fan. I don't know why you guys don't have it. If you don't, Las Vegas Lights versus OCSC this Saturday at seven o'clock. If you're not able to watch the LAFC game, maybe tune into Las Vegas Lights versus OCSC match and check out Francis Jacobs. He's only 14 years old. Could have been you, bro. Could have been me, but I saw your cheeks. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Other than that, those are the three loanies. We have Dijon, again, Dijon Yakovic, Fito Zelaya to Las Vegas Lights, and Peter Lee Vaso to Phoenix Rising in the USL Championship. So those guys, they were most of the time of the season when we had them. They were in the 18, but they weren't really playing. And when we did have a man, they didn't really show up. So it was perfect for them to go, you know, to USL Championship, to the lower league, and give them some time there to, you know, just prepare themselves, not only mentally, but also in terms of getting the professional aspect of playing the game. So with that, send them down, and when they're ready to go, and when we need them the most, we'll bring it back up. Maybe, maybe in time for playoffs, or maybe next season, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, that was a shock to a lot of people because it happened a lot, like right away, you know. Yeah, I get you. But uh, me and Brian were just having a conversation as we do have our fantasy, fantasy league, fantasy football league draft this Sunday night, and Brian is not ready for it. Who did you draft last season? Like basically every single Charger player, oh my God. and I almost won. I don't get. Gotta how add that in. Well, yeah. I was like, what second? <laughs> yeah, you got about second or third. I don't remember what you got, but you draft literally. You're like, I'm just gonna draft Charger players, and, and it wasn't even for money or anything. It was I just was just fun. like, he was like, okay. oh, you're not gonna win, whatever. No, I was like, okay, you're not gonna win, but okay, I don't really care. And this fool almost won, and I forgot about it. <laughs> and he didn't pay attention. And he still almost won. That's what made me. I forgot about off, it, too. dude. But uh, we were thinking about our names for fantasy. I mean, that's the one of the fun parts of playing this game, fantasy football. This, what would you call it? This unrealistic game. football game, I guess you call it. I don't know. You guys, of course, choose ultimate your players. Team. Make your own, yeah, like make that. your ultimate team, per, uh, per se. And you get to acquire a bunch of players that, you know, to get on your team. And you get to trade with your homies. But the, another fun part of playing the game is making your fantasy football team. So... Ryan and I were coming across our team names, and with my all I have it as just Los Angeles Saga. I just kept it as that. I don't. I don't know. I haven't been thinking about a name, so I need to pick one before Sunday. But Brian had his, and his was pretty clever, but at the same time kind of corny. So what did you have as yours? As? Well, the first one was Chino Chargers. It was whatever, and I changed it to High Voltage because you know they're bolts, Charger bolts, whatever. That one's whack. And then I might keep this one. It's called it. it the name is Bolts and Hose. That was nice. I'm not gonna lie, but still a little kind of corny. All right, well, the, the other two, but there's we'll, some more. There's like Crimea Rivers, Tiptoeing in My right. Gordons, Melvin Gorgon. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> Melvin Gordon is not staying, bro. He's gone. Uh, he still has time. He still has time. Oh, this one. It made my jaw drop. All right. Say outside watch. If you don't know, Junior Say killed himself. He was in the Chargers. And say outsidal tendencies, like suicidal tendencies. Terrible name, but it's it's not even funny. It's just it's it's just fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's pretty much it. That's the ones that I like. Yeah, the ones I come across, just ones I found on the internet, are not as good as yours. Uh, it's just Back to the Future. That was for the whack. Cowboys. That one's kind of whack too. Dak in the box. That was not bad. That one's not bad. Dak in the box. Baby got Dak. Oh, okay. That one's <laughs> that cool. Was, that one's cool. <laughs> I might choose that one. Uh, hide and Zeke. Eh, maybe not. Eh, Baby got Dak is the best one so far. Yeah, Nomo Romo. 
a couple more. <laughs> no more Roman. Yeah, a couple more. Third degree Hearns. Talking about Alan Hearns. Oh, here's another one. It Hearns when I pee. No. <laughs> no. And I guess the final one, Corn on the Cob. Mentioning Randall Cobb, wide receiver. So we're just talking about you know, what kind of names and honestly don't know what I should choose, bro. I kind of want to do just make up my own, like an all-star team name or something. I'm actually changing mine right now to say outside watch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dude. But yeah, I don't, know what, I don't know what to do, but usually every year when I play fantasy football, I play in three leagues, but this is the only one I have. So anyone listening, you guys want me to join your fantasy league? I am more than down to do it. Same, but I don't want to put money into it. Yeah, no if money on this free. one. I ain't doing the money league on this yeah. one. This is the only one I'm doing it. But um, that's it. The money's gone. I'll do it for fun. Bragging rights. I'm cool with that. And I think that'll do it for our fantasy football talk. We're going to go ahead and transition to the Campeones Cup. Atlanta versus Amierdica. Amierdica. Liga Mekic side versus MLS. And this was uh, a very interesting game. It was a cup final for... I. It's just kind of weird how this whole thing was set up because it was the winner, I believe, the winner of the MLS last season, which was Atlanta, versus the winner of the Supercopa MX, which was America. They defeated Tigres in penalty kicks a couple weeks ago. A couple months ago, I would say. A couple months? A couple weeks or months. It was recent. Just like a month ago. Yeah, about yeah, a month yeah, ago. About a month ago. Just... So when it was basically the winner of Mexico, the Mexican team versus MLS. MLS, the American side. And one thing that I did find interesting coming into this game was the attendance. The fact that there was a game on Wednesday night and the support still showed up for Atlanta. It was in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And the attendance was 40,128. Damn. Which is a lot for, I mean, yes, an MLS side, but... It shouldn't be a surprise because the Atlanta supporters have been showing out all season. Breaking I know. Tennis records the, what, 74,000? 74K, bro. That's just... That's insane, dude. They broke their own record? Yeah, they had the previous record was like 72K. Oh, Something like that. And it's just... It's crazy because, I mean, Wednesday night, people are... You don't, you don't, yeah, you don't expect anyone to go to a game. Exactly. 40K? That's crazy. And, I mean, yes, of course, it's not just Atlanta fans, but it was mostly... Atlanta fans. It was America fans as well. But a lot of them just showed up, dude. And it was their first uh, time playing this club. And America is pretty strong in the in the Mexican league over there. But uh, I did not get to see Washington, did you? Nope. Not even a glimpse? No. I got to see some clips and that's it. Well, I saw Atlanta's Instagram story where they scored a couple goals. But that's yeah, so buddy, I saw um, Joseph Martinez was able to cap it off the 3-2 win. With the penalty kick in the 65th minute. And Atlanta winning their first ever International Cup. And that that's pretty historic, dude. That is really. Third year. They already have an MLS Cup. They're on their way to a U.S. Open Cup. Damn. They're in the final, I believe, against... Man, I cannot. I don't even know. I cannot get on my head right now. I watched it a couple weeks ago. But, uh, they're in the, they're the U.S. Open Cup final. And they're on their way for another MLS Cup. So they have two trophies in the cabinet so far, and it's only been three years. So people is it are Minnesota. I think it's Minnesota. Sorry, I just cut you no, off. No, it's Minnesota. Cool. I think it's Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota versus Atlanta in the final. I believe so. But um, <clears throat> so I was surfacing through social media after this match, and people were just talking like they weren't talking smack about Atlanta, but it was mostly like 
people were accepting the fact that maybe Atlanta could be the greatest American team in history. Or getting there. Possibly, but... I mean, yeah, they're good. They're great right right now. They're great. But, obviously, without a doubt, the Galaxy, they have five MLS Cups. They have about three U.S. Open Cups, I believe. They've done it all in terms of acquiring big superstars like David Beckham, Steven Gerrard, Mauricio Sanchefuegos, and just all these dudes. They've done literally everything off the book, right? But look at them now. But look at them now, yes. But is Atlanta getting to the point where Galaxy is at? Or is Atlanta getting to the point where they're surpassing? Or is Atlanta just a Oh, they're going to surpass. They're surpassing? Yeah. For sure. For sure. I don't see Galaxy getting another cup in the next three, four years. I I see Atlanta getting way more. Yeah, I believe you. I agree with you. Um, Joseph Martinez, that dude's just... When he's on there, dude, he's just... I guess the... The best person to describe his hustle is like Latif Blessing's hustle, where he's hungry and he just wants it all. He doesn't care who's in the team, go for it. And Joseph Martinez just fights his ass off or anything. And he is the people that he plays with on the pitch, it's just the most perfect people. You have PT Martinez, you have Cheque Barco, and just all these guys around him. They're all they're all click. You know, one person does one thing, the next person knows what to do next. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get like the you. chemistry is just top notch in Atlanta. And it's just with two different managers they have so like Tata Martino and now they have Frank DeBoer and it just like it didn't matter who was in, in command everyone was like we're gonna do this our way and this is how we're doing it and this is how successful it's been so far you know it's just insane how just how fast it happened it's only been three years this is the third year not even only four the yet third year? only the third year and they're already doing this much yeah I see them getting more cups more cups maybe even this year I think. What you know do you what? Think? What happened? Go. There's there's gonna be a point where the world is gonna recognize what Atlanta has, and I think that Atlanta is gonna become a factory. And I mean factory. I look into teams or clubs like Ajax, like Borussia Dortmund or um, Eindhoven, PSV Eindhoven, clubs like that in Europe. Or they produce young players, and those players ball out. And teams in the market from Europe are like, oh, we want him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I Especially guess, how guess. strong the academy is here is in the U.S. How they bring up kids from the streets. They say, oh, you have good potential. We're going to bring you up. And they train their asses off for like damn near the whole life. Out. And it ends up working out. I think I look at players like Mark Anthony K. He's getting to that point. I think of players like Alfonso Davies. He's in Bayern right now in Germany. Christian Pulisic, he started off over here in the U.S. He got picked up by Bruce Dorman when he was about 15, I believe. Damn. Playing in their academy, working his ass off. Look at him now, he's in Chelsea. So I think Atlanta United is going to be a factor like Ajax. And I say Ajax because Ajax just... This past year, they're a total factory. Did they win or did they almost win? They almost won the, the Champions League. And the players that had Matthew Delict, David Nearest, um, Ohana, the goalkeeper, they all they're all youngsters and they all grew up in the Ajax Academy. So that that's uh. the sporting director there, whoever it is, he's doing a fantastic job in bringing these kids up and making these kids um, create this chemistry. So when they get older, which they did, when they get to the senior squad together, 
they already is like, oh, we're not playing with nobody new. We all know how we play. Let's just make it happen. And they did. So I think Atlanta's getting to the point. Yes, they have some some people with the experience. But the, the academy in itself is just far, is producing something that no other club has. It's the superior. Exactly, <laughs> dude. So I think this team is going to just run off. And I see them, if they don't win the MLS Cup, I see them winning the next Champions League, the CONCACAF Champions League. Oh, damn. They're going to do the bigs. I think they're going to, yes, they're going to surpass the Galaxy. Oh, no doubt. I think so. Look at them now. Exactly. Three and years, three years. They started right? fast. This is fast. That's this amazing, is amazing, man. Yeah. yeah, I think that'll do it for this talk with the Lion. That's just, it just brings, it blows our mind, man, how amazing they're doing. But uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about... So... You want to bring it up? <laughs> I'll bring it up. <laughs> go for it. Wait, first of all, if you've seen the story that I posted on our on our podcast page, it was Jerry in the Galaxy, what, jersey, shirt, whatever, <laughs> and his face in a Galaxy logo. And so, no, okay, first of all, no... Yes, Brian made the picture. Yeah. No, the jerseys were not photoshopped. I was wearing the jersey. Yeah, I'm not that good yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been a pretty crappy Photoshop right there. Yeah, but so (laughs) what's going on with that? (laughs) You went to the dark side, huh? (laughs) What? Tell us. Okay, so here's the thing. Many of you guys know that I grew up as a Chivas USA fan. I grew up going to the stadium, uh, then the Home Depot Center, dubbed the Stub Up Center, and now Dignity Health Sports Park. I grew up going to Home Depot. And I, went, I used to go to every Chivas USA game. You know, I saw so many historic players. I saw the whole club grow. I saw it all. When I was living, that was when I was living here first in L.A. When I was living here, before I left up north to, you know, Sacramento area. Fairfield. Yeah. Fairfield um, I played for the Sunday League team. I don't remember what the name was. I don't remember anything. All I remember is I played with them, and they had LA Galaxy jerseys. And as soon as I went to the first practice, they said, oh, we got a first jersey. I was so hyped. They bring him out and have the Galaxy logo, and I was like, I'm not playing, coach. Not with these on. And he was like, oh, come on. We need you to play, dude. Come on. We need you. We need you. And I was like, I'm sorry. Not with that jersey on. I'm not wearing it. <laughs> he like, we'll let you customize it. And I'm like, customize it? Yeah, you can put your name on it, number, whatever. And nobody else had theirs like that. Oh damn! So you had the special treatment. I had the special treatment. I, right. I got I got slot on, bro. I'll tell you that. Right now. <laughs> you got so I was on. like, "Fuck yeah, anything." Like, He's like, "Anything, for real?" Yeah. I'm like, "All right." So I put my number four, of course, and my nickname at the time was Mr. Showtime. So I had Mr. Oh, Showtime. Oh yeah, Mr. Showtime. Bro. Yeah. So I had Mr. Showtime on the back of my jersey. I just love that jersey. I wore that jersey everywhere. Wait, I, go. I have a question. Do you still have it? Maybe in storage in Fairfield. Oh, we're going to have to bring that out. <laughs> you might have we're going to have to bring that I'm out. I'm down to burn it. I'll tell you guys that. I'm, I'm down to burn it. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's like childhood memories. It is. It is. It is. But, um, so I wore it everywhere I went. <laughs> Literally everywhere, bro. I wore it for Halloween for like three years. Oh, damn. I was Mr. Showtime for what Halloween. What a weirdo. <laughs> I had my Galaxy shorts and everything, bro. Oh, with the damn. socks. I had everything. Like, I was going to my game. And... Yeah, and so then that picture you found, <laughs> I don't know how you found it, but as soon as you sent me that, you're like, what is this? And I'm like, 
You gotta be fucking kidding me, bro. Yeah, I, was, I, was like, I was like, just wait for the next post. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was afraid of this happening. I literally, when I started this podcast, that's like one of the few things I first thought of. Like, ah, oh, they're gonna find that video. There's no way. I, I gotta delete it somehow. I gotta find it somehow. But you surfed through the internet and found it, bro. And that picture was a. Uh, How think, old was that picture? I was from, uh, not that long. Um, Probably like 13. No, it was like three years ago, bro. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, it was like. 2016-ish. I was turning... How am I? I was turning about 14. It was like entering oh, so my freshman yeah. year. You were about 13, 14. I was entering my freshman year. <laughs> so that wasn't that long ago. I know. Bro. That wasn't that long ago. That's crazy. Yeah. See, uh, are we going to see you in it again? Like in any Galaxy merch? No. You were hesitant. You're a liar. No. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you were no. hesitant. It's not happening. No. So you haven't moved to the dark no. side? No, no dark side. I'm full LAFC... Relax, guys. I'm full LAFC. I'm black and gold for life. Don't worry about it. That was just a little childhood childhood uh, memorabilia that I just didn't want to throw away no matter what. They bribed you. <laughs> <laughs> they did bribe me for it. And I was like, all right, fuck it. And it just grew into me. So that's nothing to worry about. Die hard, black and gold till I die. All right? Nothing to worry about. Yeah, I think that'll do it because that did scare a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people, I had a lot of messages. <laughs> I know, I saw. And I was like... Oh, damn, people are not going to be happy. They're going to be super impatient until I tell this story. That'll do it. Go ahead and give us our social media handles and all that. So, Jerry at official.jr4. Mine, Hungry Boy Brian at Brian Millerin. And my LLIRN. And BRY, not BRI. Um, Twitter is Los Angeles Saga. Instagram is LA Saga Podcast. Oh, we just hit 200 on there. Oh, we did hit 200. Yup. We gotta do a giveaway soon. I don't know when. With a how. Well, give away your Galaxy jersey. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Free Galaxy jersey. You gotta look for it. Yeah. Um, But we do got some details of this news that we've been given. Um, We're planning on doing a poker tournament. We don't have much details about it, but we do know that it will be in Carson. Pull through. Pull through. Come support us. This, we're trying to raise funds to get equipment because right now we're recording on this app on this phone. We've actually re-recorded this segment like two times already. And yeah. it's just... Uh, it's kind of bad. Yeah, it's kind of bad. The quality... Oh, and the mic we're using it. is off my headset. Yeah, so we're going super <laughs> Off my super gaming cheap, headset. You know? But it's working out. It's, it's pretty we're trying to make it's it, decent. We're decent. working with what we got. And I think we're doing pretty good with what we got. See, you always start from the bottom. Yep. You work your way up. So, yeah, we're going to be doing a poker tournament. We'll have more details by the next episode recording next week. Um, yeah, that'll do it. It will be on a, a night, yes, on a night in September. It will be in Carson. We don't know where in Carson yet. We're trying but to find a place. But it'll be in Carson. So come and show us support. We'll, we'll give you guys more details in the next episode when we have them. And yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Episode 10, Bulls on Parade. I love that I did well, that. Well, I want to try to make an edit for this one. An edit? Yeah. All right, cool. Man. So I can get better at Photoshopping. There you go. <laughs> All right, that'll <laughs> do it for us. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks.